This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 191 of the Stable Scoop Radio Show. Moving on up. Please support our sponsors as they make this show possible. Equestrian Collections, Kentucky Performance Products, and Equity Manufacturing are our sponsors for today's show. You can find out more about these wonderful companies at StableScoop.com. Welcome to the Stable Scoop, where weekly shows delivered right to you. With Helena and Glenn the Geek, live from the stable, it's every week. They'll bring you the news through hell, hot water, while using their tails as their own fly swatters. So sit on down and laugh till your poop, cause it's time again for Stable School. Stable School. Stable School. I am Glenda Geek, now from Ocala, Florida. And I'm Helena B., still coming to you from cold and windy New England. (laughs) And you're listening to the Stable Scoop Radio Show on your favorite network, the Horse Radio Network. Well, thank you, Helena. It's so good to talk to you again. I know. It's not been very long since we've recorded together but it feels like ages it does well it actually has been weeks uh we uh we had the horse husbands episode in there we had the horse wives episode and then you know we just haven't recorded together in a while and we moved in the meantime and it just so much has happened that's the best part i think about this whole the whole thing the horse radio network's life right now is that you have a new headquarters and you are in probably the horsiest place in all the world you're in Ocala, Florida. Yeah, it's beautiful here, and it's been wonderful weather since we moved here. We've been busy. We'll talk about that uh, a little bit. Uh, we've just been busy doing our thing down here, getting ready, and I have some stories to tell you about that. And Can't I know wait. you've had a lot of things going on. So we decided today that we were going to do something we, you and I haven't done in a long time, and that's no guests, just us. Just catching up, and, and hopefully all of our listeners will... Enjoy the ride. We've got some stories to tell and life experiences to share. But before we get to that, we're going to take a minute to highlight one of our wonderful sponsors. Let's see what our friend Angela from Horse Girl TV has to say about Equity's Shaken Fork, the world's best motorized manure fork. I'm the host of HorseGirlTV.com, Angela Walkup, and I've been using the Equity Shaken Fork for over four years now. It's not only cut my stall cleaning time in half, but likewise my manure pile with less wasted bedding. Less waste saves me money. So I highly recommend both the Shaken Fork and their Flexen Fork as you can't find better manufacturing on the market today. And remember, you can always tune in, tack up, with HorseGirlTV.com. Thank you, Angela. You can find the amazing Shaken Fork at EquityMFG.com. That's EquityMFG.com. Well, we're back, and, uh, you know, I got to tell you, uh, we've had, uh, the move was interesting. We had a long drive down here. Uh, what should have been 12 hours took us 17, because <laughs> we got all hung up in traffic in, in Georgia and construction and everything. So we were in the truck, and we had, Jennifer had the truck and trailer, and we just uh, had the moving truck, and it was a long drive down. But we got here, and we've had, uh, we've been very busy. We we had t- 10 days to get uh uh, two paddocks worth of fencing up about two acres of fencing and uh, we did that ourselves we worked with a really good fencing company by the name of field guardian oh yes i've heard of them well they have a new fencing out that is one of the problems we had at the property we're at here and i'll post pictures on our facebook page at stable scoop is that it's 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 loaded with live oak trees, which if you're familiar with Florida at all, live oaks are the huge, massive oak trees that maybe have three or four trunks coming out of them at the bottom. Yeah. And they've been around for hundreds of years, and they're the ones that you'll see all the Spanish moss hanging from. Um, so it's absolutely beautiful piece of property. It's about three and a half acres. But the live oaks uh, shed branches all the time. And what we were afraid of, we needed to put up a temporary fencing because we're only leasing this at this point for a couple of years, hoping to buy it. Right. And we didn't want to put up, you know, wood fencing and 
have to rip it out. You, that just doesn't make sense if we were paying for it. So we, we wanted a, a, temporary, a permanent temporary fence. And that's why we ended up with the tape from from Field Guardian. So they provided us with all the stuff we needed. They, they, by the way, they're a terrific company to work with. We just sent them the drawings and the documents and the measurements, and they calculated everything we needed. Um, it was so cool. We, they, the boxes just showed up uh, a couple oh, days later. That nice. it, it was nice. I mean, they figured everything out. We didn't have to worry about counting number of insulators or any of that. And this particular tape we got is new for them. It's rated up to 900 pounds. So if we have the smaller branches and things fall on on the fence, it's not going to take, it's not going to break this this uh, tape. Um, that's what we were concerned about uh, being under all the trees that were under here. Right. And I'll tell you what, we put up uh, all, we used 140 posts. That we put wow. in, and you know what that's like at your house. Oh gosh, yes, yeah. I put in, I put in about that many. Yeah. Let me tell you, it's easy down here because it's just sand. So oh, you're, you're really? you know, when we did the T posts, you're just it, they went so quickly. <laughs> I got to tell you, even digging the holes by hand for the for the wooden posts we put in w- was was five minutes. I mean, it, it just because it's just sand. And we have the where we the where we live. It's almost like beach sand. It's it's almost white, and it's just that fluffy consistency of beach sand. So yeah. like the wooden posts, we had to concrete in. But yeah, but the like for your corner posts, yeah, corner posts, yeah, yeah. and gates. Uh, but for the T posts, it was so easy. <laughs> um, wow. It was kind of nice. We weren't expecting that because we came from a place in Pennsylvania where we had nothing but shale. Anybody that's put in fencing into shale or rocky ground will appreciate that oh it, my god we live in the rock sun, rock capital oh of the do you world. have that is that where you have oh it, rhode island is just rock central so yeah you're, you're like bang 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 clank and you know and then it reverberates through your bones yeah that's right now wait a minute wait a minute here when you were putting the posts into this nice soft sand um, did you use the fence post driver? Yes, and God is that a godsend. When we, years ago, when we were putting all of our T posts into our hundred acre property, at that point, when when the electric fencing, if you remember twenty five years ago, you couldn't get tape. It was just that little skinny wire that they break every ten minutes. <laughs> um, but when we were putting it in up there, we hit that shale, and oh, geez, it was awful. <laughs> it was bad. Well, you know, you know, I have to say that I, even though you and I haven't recorded together, I have been in contact with your wife several yes. several times, many times, um, and. She started to tell me a little bit something about you and the fence post driver having a little misunderstanding. What what was that? Well, the problem I, I, with this with this sand is, you, and people who aren't familiar with the fence post driver, it's a tube uh, that has handles on it, a heavy tube that has handles on it that goes over top of the t- metal T post, and you use that to, instead of hitting it with a sledgehammer, you use this driver. You pick it up and down. Well, the posts would go in so easy, I'd be pounding like you know i was expecting it to be yeah and it would pop up over the top and hit me in the head <laughs> so what, wait a minute. what would pop over the top the, the postal the driver thing would come right out over the top i'd pick it up and i would there would be no post there because it's already in the ground so i was getting the rhythm took me a little bit but oh, it, oh so it would hit the top of the post and yes. bounce back up yeah and hit you me must have been head. driving it pretty hard because that's metal that's a the fence post driver has to weigh what about twenty pounds? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you must have been wailing on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you know my ADD and all that too. You know that didn't. Happen. That's okay. I smashed myself in the face with the wheelbarrow handle yesterday. <laughs> but that's but that's me. This happened. We all know me. Okay, you know. the fact that you're short enough to get hit in the face with the wheelbarrow handle is something else too. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, there's no way I could hit myself in the face with a wheelbarrow handle. Yeah, it's it's well, you know what happens is it's, I have one of those really big, deep wheelbarrows. It's got the two wheels in front. And Do you like those, by the way? Ah, uh, you know, I thought I did, but now I don't. I only like them if you have a ramp. That You're right. You, That's what I was going to say. Storage. If you have a container where you store your stuff, and then a ramp leading up to it, it's good for dumping over the edge of something. But if you just have like a muck pile and a compost pile, 
the one-wheeled wheelbarrows are much more maneuverable. I, I totally agree. They had a two-wheel wheelbarrow at the last farm we were at in Kentucky. And, my God, you would you – would, and she had a pile. You could not get it on top of the pile. It just – you couldn't empty the thing. It was no. so awkward. You get, yeah. <laughs> and no matter – we take pieces of plywood and we make ramps up at the top and that's fine. But then the ramps get buried under the manure and you never have time to go ply them out, you know, from their whatever. They, they just become part of the manure pile. So what, one of the things that I do is um, – I push my full wheelbarrow up as high onto the pile as I can because, you know, that's sort of – that's the way you're supposed to do it. You're supposed to make your pile higher, not wider. And so in right. order to get the last bit of manure and shavings out of the bottom of these deep wheelbarrows, I have to – I put it up on its nose and then I shake it. I sort of twist it, hard, you know, from left to right using the handles to – right? This you thing know must I mean? weigh more than you when it's full. <laughs> Well, it's almost empty. So I, I whip it to the left and I whip it to the right and I get the last of the shavings. Well, I whipped it to the left just a little bit too hard and I was leaning a little too far forward. And so the wooden handle just clocked me right in the cheekbone. <laughs> You're a mess. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, before we get on with more stories here of our adventures, there is somebody that we need to uh, make a little call to that I just gotten word is free. And we're just going to do this. Live right on the show. So, all right, let we have me a surprise. Add her to the line here. Nothing like hitting the ground running. We don't record for a couple of weeks. You move, the whole headquarters moves, and now we're we're, we're well, starting off on th- new episodes. This is surprise. very exciting news coming up right here too, and everybody's going to recognize this voice. Okay, we like exciting news. Hello? It's good. Are you there, Miss Tammy Serrant, host of the Western Radio Show? <laughs> I am there. I'm busy working. Actually, you, you just got me off a conference call, so I thank you for that. <laughs> You're welcome. Anytime. Hey, Tammy. How are you? Good. I'm doing much better. Thank you. Got a clean MRI back. Just uh, got a couple more months to rest before I can get horseback, but I've already bought a helmet. and so Yay uh, for you. I did, and I bought the most gaudy, obnoxious eventing cover for it because I thought <laughs> if I'm wearing it... Yeah, might as well know. <laughs> we should remind people that Tammy was in a car accident a while back. Very bad car accident. Got hit by a drunk driver and sustained a, a head injury that she's been recovering from for some time. Um, <laughs> and and it's killing her because Tammy's, you know, for those that don't know, she's a very competitive uh, mounted shooter, world champion, multiple times over. And not being able to ride is just killing her at this point. It's very frustrating. I go out and feed the horses cookies. <laughs> they are all fat and unemployed and so happy. <laughs> yeah, they don't mind, do they? They don't mind at all. So, And, you know, it's actually I've lunged a couple from the ground um, a little bit and kind of getting out. And so that was fun for me. But just, you know, you look at horses in a different light uh, after you've been training for so long like I have. It's that kind of a... Not that it's not personal, but it's kind of a numbers game. You know, you're kind of like, oh, I got 10 to ride and 8 to ride and I'm almost done. And when you're stuck on the ground, it's more of a relationship and you, you're you not looking, rushing to go do something else, you know. So it's been different for me and I've I've enjoyed them still. And But uh, they are, they're getting a little bored. They, they've came to chasing trucks up the driveway, Glenn. <laughs> Oh. If you arrive and you undo the gate, go through the front gate and drive up to the barn, they will chase you all the way up the driveway. They're like, Mom, <laughs> do something with me. <laughs> well, it's you really know, Tammy, they adorable. say everything happens for a reason. And, and, you know, maybe finding that little bit of more personal connection with your horses, too, was supposed to happen at this point. Yeah, you know, well, Handsome and I always have a very personal connection. It's true, yes. <laughs> Handsome is my good horse. <laughs> He's in love, yep. But, uh, you know, I am going to, uh, I think I'm going to send, I've never sent a horse away to anyone else to train, but I think I might send a couple of uh, my little filly. She's four years old and a little rambunctious, so I think maybe if I send her away for a couple of months, then I'll be all ready when she'll be all ready for me, so... That's kind of uh, what I'm thinking. Let someone else get the get the vacation mode out of her. <laughs> so no permanent brain damage? You're okay that way? Well, my family may disagree. 
<laughs> but my neurologist, <laughs> my brother actually, uh, we were emailing back and forth and I told him about my, uh, my uh, brain injury and I expected something very serious to come back from him, Glenn. And on his email, he wrote, is it genetic? <laughs> 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 so, uh, that was pretty funny. I was like, "No, you're fine, brother." <laughs> well, but, we're having uh, Tammy on not only to get an update on her health condition, but Helena, she has some very exciting news for you. I'm, I'm waiting. I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. <laughs> I waited for a long time too. <laughs> <laughs> so, what is it? Tell, tell the world. I well, I actually, I emailed my friend and I said, I think they should change the name of Good Friday to Great Friday. (laughs) Because, yeah, I actually went and picked out a horse-friendly ring on Friday. So it was a a great Friday for me. Very exciting. Tammy's engaged. (laughs) Woohoo! Yay! So tell us about the lucky guy. Lucky guy. I'm the lucky one. That's right. <laughs> Jeez, Glenn. Sorry. All right. Tell us about the guy. No, he's, he's wonderful. And, you know, he was actually in the accident with me. Um, but I was sitting crooked in my seat uh, talking, obviously, like I always do. <laughs> and when we got hit, my head went back into the window and not the back of the seat where he was sitting straight driving. And um, so he did uh, get some bruising on his chest, but he was fine. But... You know, the first day he went to leave me by myself, uh, I was very distraught and broke down in tears and said, you, you can't leave me by myself. <laughs> so the poor guy took me to work and took me home. And um, so, you know, someone tells you that there's got to be a reason for everything. And I'm not glad of the accident at all. But it did teach me, you know, when people are stressed, their character comes out and who they really are is very obvious. And to have a gentleman just take me into their life and nurse me and make sure I'm fine um, really meant meant a huge amount to me. And it really showed me the, the character and the heart that somebody has. And I was just, I have so much respect and admiration for him and everything he's done for me. And I think the accident was just a, a really great way to see the heart in somebody, you know? Mm. So everything has a silver lining. So <laughs> This is true. I believe that 100%. You just have to look for it. Yeah, it does. And, you know, sometimes what you think you want isn't what you need. And, um, you know, when opportunities come up like this and you get to learn more about people and you just work out how amazing they are. So... It's it's been very good for me, and I I said to him, I don't think I've ever been so hurt and so content <laughs> at the same time. Same time. <laughs> but like you so, said, it strips down so much else that's not important, and then yeah. you focus just on what is important, and so you see that more clearly. And and I would imagine that you feel really comfortable saying, yes, this is what I want to do for the next step in my life because it is just so pure. Yeah, yeah it, it is. It's just... You know, if I was by myself getting through this accident, it would have been so much harder for me. But to have someone there to say, hey, you know, it's okay and things are getting better and look how much progress you've made or someone to push you and say, hey, you know, let's get out of the house or let's go do something. And, you know, it's been, it's it's really helped speed recovery along just to have the companionship and someone there saying it's okay, you know, we'll we'll get through this. And that's just meant so much to me. So tell us, is there a date? There isn't a date. I want to wait till I get better. But um, the exciting thing is my mom is definitely coming over from Australia. I've never been over here before. Oh, oh yay, so, mom! <laughs> so hopefully my brother, he has a, a large family. He has two sons and a daughter on the way. So um, hopefully he'll be able to make it. But you know, sometime next year, early next year. So um, that'll give me time to get better. And, and I'm all, you know, doing a lot better now. But when there's a, a lot of noise or, you know, I just get tired pretty quick. So I think, uh, you know, next year will, will be a good time. So right now we're just kind of enjoying the situation we have. <laughs> well, and does this guy have a name? 
<laughs> oh, don't do it, Tammy. Don't do it. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's in uh, equine marketing like me. So uh, it's great to have someone uh, that you can ask questions with and bounce ideas off and someone you know that can help you if you need it. So in everything. So, uh, and he's a great cook, Glenn. Oh, good. <laughs> okay, but uh, at Tammy, least give us his first name need. here. You still are not giving us his, his name. <laughs> You know what was funny? I was getting she's, to get she's a... blowing me off. You of see no, 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 I haven't. I've got a story for you, Glenn. I was uh, waiting for medication um, a couple of days ago, for, and I'm from the pharmacy. And I'm, you know, when you know when you wander around and you buy a whole basket of stuff you don't need while you're waiting yeah. for what you do need. Yeah, they count. On I that. found the most amazing cookie cutter set. <laughs> <laughs> so I texted him, and I'm like. Hey, I found the most amazing cookie cutter set. It is so awesome. And then I thought, then I wrote, what has happened to me? You are domestic now. <laughs> My God. Doesn't mean I can use it, Glenn. <laughs> Before I had taken all my cooking stuff out to the barn because the teaspoon measurers were really great for making black powder reloads. <laughs> <laughs> Not too many people can say that. <laughs> it's the perfect amount of black powder to make a... Shell. <laughs> so that's where my cooking stuff was before. So okay. Uh, okay, but now I'm looking at now. Now we measure everything nowadays by Facebook, and I'm looking at your Facebook page, and I don't see any relationship with. Well, well, you know, <laughs> you're gonna have to change that now. Yes, I I will. I've just been uh, kind of quiet. <laughs> about everything not anymore but now half the world no, knows no now you now you've called me on the show so <laughs> well he's just he'll be on the horse husband's episode next year that's and, right you know Is he's enrolled not that i'm competitive but i really think i've got the best badge <laughs> <laughs> is that a competition we do need to give you something to compete in like something from the chair from your couch I worked it out already i entered handsome in the world's most beautiful horse which is an online photo competition so, um, you know, vote for handsome. <laughs> you are competitive. There you go. She's a, yeah, yeah. We need to come up with a, a, a horse radio network competition for her. She needs to compete out there in the world again. Are you going Something. to be, are you going to be um, uh, having a, a, a horsey wedding or, or don't you know yet? You know what? I think, I think horsey weddings are really corny, Glenn. <laughs> They are corny. They are corny. They are so corny. And our apologies oh to everybody gosh. out there who's had a horsey wedding. I'm sure yours was beautiful. Well, you can know. I mean, you'll weave something in there. Like maybe you can wear, maybe your garter belt can have like a silver buckle on it. on it or something. You know, like. You can wear one of your belt buckles under your dress. That's something. what I mean. Yeah, wear a belt buckle. Wear boots. Wear boots. Something. I, I really, just, you know, and a lot of my friends have had horsey weddings, which, you know, they have been very good. But, uh, you know, I just, the whole horseback thing, I mean, it sounds good now that I can't ride, but, um, <laughs> yeah, no, that's know, I, yeah, that's I'll have my horse in for a picture or something, but I don't want to get married on him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's almost like work, you know? Yeah, exactly. Will you be wedding. watching like those, those talking about cheesy, will you watch like say yes <laughs> to the dress and all those reality? No, I haven't really, uh, looked at him yet, but, uh. You but need we'll, to. we'll get there. <laughs> you so, need to. <laughs> some of my friends, uh, one of my very good friends in Dallas has been, what colors or what date or what theme or what? I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, so now you know there's another decision to be made, Helena, and that – we'll act like she's not here. Um, <laughs> the other decision to be made is where do you live? Do you live at his place when you have a farm? You know, it's all those things you have to think about when you're a horsey girl. Well, where, oh, yeah. w- does he live near you? Uh, yep, about an hour. So I've actually been um, there, you know, for a while. Will I get better? So uh, I brought a horse down here to play with and something that I could, you know, just look at and have one of my horses from home. So, um, but my nonprofit's still at home and my horses are still home. So it's kind of juggling back and forth right now. Okay. But. I don't think she answered that question either, but I tried. <laughs> Thank you, Tammy. Congratulations. Congratulations. What is his first name? Uh, Vernon. Vernon. Well, congratulate yep. Vernon yep. for us, too. He's been, he's been wonderful. So. Well, I can't wait to meet him. 
Oh, yes. good. Oh, good. You're going to have someone to cuddle with who stands on TV. You know, she doesn't want a horsey wedding, but Helena and I will we'll have to go there and do the show live from your wedding. <laughs> We're going to just we'll plan you a little alternative horsey wedding. Yeah. Something <laughs> and cheesy. Totally cheesy, yeah, Tammy. Yeah, we'll come up with a cheesy That's one. like a closet horse thing. <laughs> Yeah, we'll just we'll embarrass you. The idea will be to embarrass you, and then but you're That's gonna love. That's pretty easy. <laughs> okay. All right, count on it. You guys are funny. We're we're so glad that you're you're healing and moving along. I know it's frustrating in baby steps. I totally get that. I've been there. Just find other oh, stuff yeah. to do. Just find other stuff to do. You know, like maybe getting planning a wedding, getting engaged. That's kind of <laughs> that's good. You know, and, well, and you know, that's kind of what I think because it is very frustrating to be locked in the house. And, you know, I, I go out a little more than I used to, but you kind of kind of sit there and you have to say, I'm not going to let myself, you know, get sad or I'm not going to let myself get bored. And this, I'm always finding different things to do. So um, you've got to really be aware of it, I think, and fill up your schedule. And so things are getting better. I actually picked up my guitar for the first time yesterday. I hadn't wanted to play it all year because of the noise. <laughs> Not just because I'm bad at it. <laughs> I kept my mouth shut. I had so many comments. <laughs> but it's so out of tune. I was like, oh, my gosh. So uh, I'm finally kind of getting where I can tolerate a little more than I used to. So... Uh, but it's it's been fun. The cooking thing's been interesting, and so uh, my work's appreciated it. It's kept me in the house a lot more, so I've been able to do a lot more work. So. And I haven't heard about a, a food poisoning outbreak in Texas, so I guess we're okay there. <laughs> For now. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Tammy. Congratulations. Thanks, guys. Right. Take Bye. care. <laughs> Bye-bye. Doesn't she sound happy? Oh, my God. She does. She does. There's a different quality to her voice now. She yes. sounds, um, I mean, you can't escape uh, being a little bit wiser and a little bit more mature after surviving a car accident. Um, and hers but, was pretty bad. I mean, both cars were totaled. The guy did get arrested for drunk driving, and he ran a red light and, and uh, oh, hit God. them. So. Oh. And he was, did. He never slowed down. He hit him at full speed. Oh, <clears throat> so it was pretty bad. <clears throat> I mean, she's lucky she's alive. She's lucky yes. she is alive. And I think that's you hear that. Um, you hear that in her voice. Yep. She's she, embraced. It's like the, it sucks that she's on the ground and she can't do all the things that she likes to do. But she, you, you feel the appreciation for uh, just being there. Yep, definitely. And I'm so happy that she found this connection with Vernon. This you know, permanent connection. I'm so happy for her. I am too. And, and yeah, uh, you know, she was always the one that said, I don't have time for guys. I don't have time for guys. And I said, well, when it's not, when you're not looking, it's when you're going to find the one. And she wasn't looking. So yeah, well, that stupid drunk driver gave her the time and she's right. That's the silver lining. And they had just, if I remember right, they had just started dating actually when that happened, you know, so, you know, she got to see the real side right away. She's right. I mean, that point about people's character comes out when, you know, they're under stress. It really does. And if you can survive stressful situations like that, um, you know, the other kinds of things that you experience in your relationship and in life are probably a little bit easier to handle. Now, she tells me he's very quiet, so they could probably get along great. (laughs) Oh, it sounds like me and Peter. Yin and Yang. It did kind of remind me of that, actually. Yeah. In about 20 years, she'll be kicking him, telling him, will you say something? Just say something. Anything. Why are you so quiet? It's <laughs> funny. Well, let's take a break here for another commercial and come back and continue our chat uh, about all the things going on in our lives right now. So we'll be right back. Hi, Glenn, back with you from the Horse Radio Network. I'm here with Debbie with the Equestrian Collections Product of the Week. Hello, Glenn, and I am so excited to introduce the Iridian Lady Stretch Denim Jeans. These are brand new this spring, and I just got a pair last week. And I'm telling you, I I loved them so much, I ordered a second pair over the weekend from Equestrian Collections. They are, uh, because they're Iridian, they're extremely stretching. They have 2% spandex. 84% 84% cotton and 14% polyester, and they fit great. I'm a little bit short, so they're a little long. So if you're tall, you can wear these. But if you're short, you can still tuck them into your boots, and they look fabulous. Um, they look not only good. In fact, these are the first things I've ever worn that I felt like I had skinny jeans on. 
And then I thought, I can't possibly ride in these things. You get on the horse and, oh, my goodness, they are not only comfortable. The people I was riding with, uh, were riding with, turned to me and said, you look great in those jeans. I can't say I can't say enough about them. They're fabulous. Try them. Well, anytime you get compliments like that, you're going to be happy for sure. Now, these are knee patch jeans. Yes, they're they're knee patch jeans. They're they're um, they have they, they say they're mid rise, but they're actually yeah they're mid rise. They're low to mid rise, so they're very very comfortable. Um, the knee patches are very soft. They're also same color, so you could actually get away with wearing them as jeans. Um, they've got the four-way stretch. They come in uh, black, and they come in denim. You want to go to equestriancollections.com and search for Iridian. If you just put in Iridian jeans or denim jeans, these will come up. You'll love them. Well, so the fence, and we did get a lot done here at the, uh, we're going to have to name it. We're going to run a contest, I think, for naming the farm. Uh, we don't, uh, what, I wanted to call it Radio Ranch because I thought that would be a great name for our farm with us and the headquarters of the Horse Radio Network, but there's actually a radio show called Radio Ranch. Yeah. I was so we can't do that. that so we can't do that. So what I thought is we're going to try and find, come up with a cool prize, and we're going to run a contest with the listeners to name our farm. Okay. And we're going to do that uh, here coming up in the next couple of weeks. We're working on that right now. So we don't have a well, name but, yet. But we need guidelines. Like there has to be some some little spark of inspiration. And this, you know, the possibilities are limitless. So. I know. That's why I want to let the listeners just use their creativity. We'll we'll put up, post some pictures so they can look at the pictures. You know. Okay. And we'll do that. Uh, can but, I play? Yeah, yeah, you can play. And I'm not I think supposed to be allowed to play. I'm an employee of the Horse Radio I know, Network. I know, but I this is play. kind of fun. And and I think the prize is going to be something you'd want. So. Um, I can't. I'm not allowed to play, but thank you. <laughs> We're, uh, so we got the fence up actually in about five days, two acres of fence. That's and great. it looks terrific. It, it went up so easy. This uh, Field Guardian, I can't say enough good things about the, their products and, and how they make it so easy to, to use. Uh, so that's ready to go. The one issue that we've had is the gentleman that lived here, uh, is I think, is in his 70s. And his wife had died a couple of years ago, and uh, I don't know that he had had the time and the energy to pick up all the leaves that come with live oak trees, which is mazillions of them. And there's these little flat leaves. They don't get all crinkly in the fall like other, like other oak tree kind of leaves. And so they're inches thick all over the place. And we weren't sure that Beaker, our horse, would actually eat them and get sick so we've been trying to rake up the leaves out of two acres of leaves oh my god uh, and so that's been a nightly project that we've been playing with every night and uh, let me tell you they have some creatures here in florida we have a, a black racer snake that lives on our front porch he lives on your front porch yeah we see him almost every day on the front porch we're not quite sure where he's living around the front porch but uh fortunately we don't use the front porch much um, but the cat has seemed to take a liking to looking out the window at the snake on the front porch. Um, and black racer snakes are supposed to be good. You don't want to, you know, kill them because they keep they eat mice, and they also keep the bad snakes away, the poisonous. Oh, snakes. good. Okay, good. Oh, good. So he's a friendly snake. He's a friendly snake, but they do bite if uh, you antagonize them. So they're not ones you want to go out and shush around much. Uh, plus, they're very fast. That's why they're called a racer. Okay. So I, I don't like snakes at all, so it's kind of creepy to me to have a snake on the front porch, but I'm, I'm, I'm learning to deal. Now, Jennifer doesn't like spiders. <laughs> we moved, you two are quite the pair. She doesn't like, you don't like tunnels. Yeah. She doesn't like bridges, or is it the other way around? The other around? way around. I don't other like way bridges. Around. She doesn't like tunnels. But yeah, so, <laughs> you don't like snakes. She doesn't, uh, she doesn't like, like spiders. spiders. And um, she doesn't like most creepy crawly insects. Well, th- this place is loaded with creepy crawly yeah, I mean, you're going to have to come to terms with this, the two of you. <laughs> so she's starting to get used to the fact that there, anytime you pull up a, a rock or anything, there's cockroaches and spiders and, you know, every kind of bug imaginable. Oh, God. So okay. she's getting used to that. But uh, Beaker uh, went on the truck this morning. Sally Moving Vans is uh, hauling our horse down here from Lexington. Well, I'm laughing because while we were talking to Tammy, I got a little, I hear a little rat-a-tat-tat, and it's my cell phone because somebody's wife <laughs> had, to, had to text me a picture of Beaker on the trailer. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm looking at his face right now. He's, and I, you know what? He's loaded in backwards, which I love. Yeah, they, what happens with Sally is because the farm they're picking, Sally has the great big huge tractor trailers, you know, the big yep. comfortable ride tractor trailers, yep. but they can't get that down the lane where they picked him up, and they're not able to get into the, our equestrian community here because the branches and the trees are too low. So they're, what they do is they put them on a smaller truck, take them to the transfer facility in Lexington, put them on the big truck, and they're going to have to do the same thing when they get down here to Ocala. So he's going to be on and off, on and off. On and off, on and off. And, you know, so he'll be, he'll be getting quite a ride over the next 24 hours, and he'll be arriving here early tomorrow morning. So okay. she is so excited to get, my wife's so excited to get the horse here. This will be the first time in 10 years we've had the horse in the backyard. Oh. Uh, we boarded, and, you know, we've had, uh, she had a period of time with no horse, and so we, we're, we're really ready. We've got the, the paddocks ready and everything. And Beaker usually left, you know, wore a muzzle all the time because he was so fat. <clears throat> and now we won't have to. Then we, yes. I, w- I wear a muzzle sometimes. I should wear a muzzle sometimes. But now, you know, one of the things that I, in particular, I'm happy about for you and Jen is that the last time you had horses at home, it was kind of stressful because it was a big deal. It was your business wrapped up with your... Yeah, we had 20 of them. That with your, right. <laughs> yeah. And was, it was a lot. And, uh, you know, it's really nice. It's a totally different world when you take care of horses in a boarding facility, whether you board there, work there, or own it, and then at home. It is, um, it is therapeutic beyond what you would even think it would be. It, it's so relaxing. It, there, there isn't one chore that is stressful because it's just you and, you know, maybe a horse or two, maybe three at the most. And, and so I'm really excited that you guys get to experience that because I don't think you've, you've been able to, to get to that point yet. I don't think we've ever been at that point because when we first uh, got together, she was in the horse business and we've always had, you know, a ton of horses. Yeah. So I don't think we've ever, we've never been at the point where we just had one or two in the backyard. You know, um, it's it's pretty awesome, man. It's pretty awesome. And we decided that, you know, I want to get a driving horse eventually, but not not today. You know, we're going to get Beaker settled in. But if he gets lonely, we decided we're going to go out and get a mini. We're going to get a mini to keep him company because we figured that then when Beaker goes out to ride every day, the mini can't scream and make too much noise if it has separation anxiety. So oh, just. Oh, yeah. Well, we have we've got a little Welsh. I don't know. A 12 hand Welsh out there and she can make plenty of noise. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, I, oh yeah. We've we've had some some. Well, we'll get to that in a minute. So you have so Beaker is due to arrive tomorrow. Yeah, Beaker will be here tomorrow, and I'm sure Jennifer will be on riding by Friday. You know, the, she, <laughs> she, she, and the weather has been absolutely beautiful here. It's well, that's the next question. Seventies and sunny every day. Seventies and sunny. You're yeah. in Ocala. Uh, you've got the new house. You've got the, the all the fencing is set up and safe. And um, so Beaker comes here. All right, blah, blah, blah. blah, 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 blah. I can't think anymore. Cut that part yeah, out. So, so, uh, so that's, you know, it's fine. And we're, we're all in good shape down here. And uh, broadcasting from here over the last week has worked out quite well. Except for my purple studio, which I'm going to have to change because. Uh, right. You have a purple studio. So, yeah. but does the. Do you, are you, I mean, is there anything that the house needs or other than I, just a color change? We need to paint change? the purple studio. Um, <laughs> paint the purple studio. <laughs> it's going to be painted to some more manly color. I can't mm-hmm. Manly studio. color. Okay. Like black? <laughs> <laughs> Something more manly. Is, uh, uh, you know, apartment t- contractor tan would be fine. But, uh, yeah, this, uh, this has got to go. Um, and what, now... What is it cold at night? Like you know, Jennifer it's is saying it's getting chilly into the fifties at night here. Now that's all going to change in about three weeks when summer sets in and it's hot as heck every day. Okay. Uh, you know that we we're in the, the most beautiful time of the year right now, and you know it's so hard to believe it's the tropics down here because we haven't had rain since we've gotten here, and it's very dry right now. Yeah, it's very dry up here too. Is it's it? oh, it's very dry. The fire index is high. Yeah, they're not issuing any burn permits. Yeah. There are brush fires in New York. It's really, it's dry. So, uh, you know, we're no better so up that's here. that's all over the place, yeah. So, now you are an hour in either direction, west or east, from the ocean? Uh, yeah, the it's Gulf, about an hour to the Gulf. Uh, you can go take a swim at Crystal Beach is over there. And then if you head about an hour and a half through the Ocala National Forest... 
uh, when you pop out the other side of the Ocala National Forest, you are at Daytona Beach. So you can uh, bring your Jeep and drive onto the beach and, you know, spend a day with your car on the beach. Um, so we're looking forward to doing that for the first time, too. Okay. So that'll be coming up. And then you're coming down to see us soon. We are. I, I, I haven't been to Florida since I was 17 years old. Really? Yep. Wow. Yep. I've not, I've just not had the occasion to go to Florida. Oh, you know what? I saw, I'm sorry. I lie. Um, I'm sorry. I can't believe I forgot this. I went when I was 32. 32. So, yeah, it's been a long time since I went to Florida. Now, are um, you going to be able to come up and see the place? I'm, I think so. I mean, you're only about, what, an hour and 15 minutes from Disney? Yep, we're about an okay. hour and 15 minutes from Disney. So you're going to be going to Disney. Your husband's going to a conference? He's going to be in a conference. He's going to a wicked geeky conference um, that, that's really, it's hosted within, in Disney World. Oh, what, do you know, do you know what hotel you're staying at? We are staying at the Coronado. Oh, that's a nice one. You're going to love it there. Coronado. Uh, we will be in South Florida first. And uh, my mom recently relocated to the West Coast. And we're going to be just a hop and a skip from, um, actually, from Daniel Stewart, who's got a place in Naples, Florida. Oh, so really? So we're, we're going to be not too far from him. And then uh, we're going to travel up to the Orlando area up with you guys and then hopefully i'll get up to ocala and spend some time checking out the new place and giving beaker some kisses well it sounds terrific we'll give it a shot i'm looking at a red-headed woodpecker right outside my window right now on the tree so That's you might hear him start very soon because we have about That's a thousand of them here <laughs> red-headed woodpeckers and how is the beast handling life in florida oh yeah the cat that wasn't supposed to make the trip but ended up uh we ended up bringing him along uh funny story there jennifer <laughs> Funny story there is, we had him in a crate in the front seat of the Jeep, and Jennifer was driving the Jeep and the horse trailer down, and I was in the moving truck. And this was a long trip of 17 hours with this cat in the crate. We actually took him out at a rest stop and had his little collar on, and, or his little harness on, and took him out at a rest stop. He thought that was the scariest thing ever. So we, at one point, you know, we would call each other when we were going to pull off and get gas or whatever. At one point, we finally got through the traffic in Georgia, and we're, in, we're into Florida, and she pulls off at this little tiny X in the middle of nowhere and pulls into this seedy-looking gas station, and I was like, I got out and went, what's wrong? She said, I think the cat's dead. She said, I, I, I reached in to pet his little paw, and there was nothing, nothing in the crate. So I said, well, let's open it up and see. And she opened it up. He was just so sound asleep. He, was, he hadn't moved when she touched him. And so he, he, he was just so sad asleep, he woke up when she opened the door, and then apparently he screamed for the next two hours of the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think they need to change that old adage, let sleeping dogs lie. Yeah, exactly. Let, let's let sleeping beasts lie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, Glory's loving it because uh, she now has a fenced-in backyard that she can run in. The, the horse fence does dual purpose. So the greyhound is getting to play. She thinks that's absolutely great amount of fun. She wasn't sure about the leaves because they're very slippery and she's fallen on her face a few times, but she's figuring that out. Because uh, greyhounds don't go anywhere slow. You know, they, they have to go at 30 miles an hour everywhere they go. So she she's determined that leaves or not, she's going 30 miles an hour. And Aww. she's figured it out. There's a lot of trees out there, which concerns us because she has a habit of not stopping and running into things. So we're hoping that she figures that out. Oh, oh. oh that sounds like she should nose. be my dog, not one of your dogs. <laughs> That's something somebody in my family would do. I want to hear what's going on in your life. And then we do have a Tack and Habit product today, right? We do. We do. But before we, we hear about what's going on in my life, let's give our listeners a chance to hear from one of our wonderful sponsors who help keep this show afloat. You can count on Kentucky Performance Products to provide scientifically formulated, research-proven products that target specific challenges facing your horse. In the spring and summertime, one of those challenges is the heat. Horses sweat, and when they do, they lose critical electrolytes, electrolytes that play a major role in optimal performance. Loss of electrolytes can cause fatigue, muscle weakness, and dehydration. Horses offered supplemental electrolytes have less stress-related problems. They rebound from exercises sooner and return to feed quicker after exercise. Summer Games electrolytes from Kentucky Performance Products were developed for the elite athletes competing at the 1996 Atlanta Olympics. Its research-proven formula replaces the electrolytes and trace minerals lost when horses sweat. 
Its concentrated low-sugar formula provides more electrolytes per dose than many leading brands. When your horse sweats, replenish his losses with Summer Games Electrolytes. Brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products, helping you keep your horses healthy, sound, and competitive. Visit them at kppusa.com. That's kppusa.com. So what's happening in Rhode Island? Wow. Um, my goodness. Uh, we've had musical horses. We've had horses come. We've had horses go. We've had more horses come. Um, we have a, uh, for those of you who know or have been following my drama, um, I had a quarter horse here at Hither and Yon Farm who was on a free lease for about half a year. He came in December and his name is Martin and he was a five and a half year old quarter horse and he was trained primarily Western Pleasure and he's really, really slow and quiet and good-natured. And he was the perfect mount for me to get back in the saddle after my ACL surgery. And um, he was just, he was good. You know, I could get on him and plop around him in my field and hack him down the road. And he was, he was great for that. Um, the idea was to make a decision on whether or not I wanted to purchase him at the end of the lease. But in the time between his arrival and now... Um, my knee has healed up very, very well. My surgeon has given me the green light to go ahead and go back to all of those activities that I did before. And um, also, I, I had some soul searching to do about what kind of riding and what kind of horseman I, I am. And I decided that I really can't live without fox hunting. I, I, can't, I can't do it. I can't go around in a ring. But is there a fox that hunt around? Well, this is where the story gets a little convoluted. Are you moving again? Uh, no, oh. not, not yet. Not yet. No. Um, well, I've, I've sort of reconnected with some of, uh, some of my friends up on the North Shore who hunt with myopia. And as some of you may know, myopia lost their longtime master of hawkshounds, Donald Little. He died in an accident down in Wellington this past February. Um, and, you know... It's sort of like the changing, it's a new chapter. It's a, a whole new era is coming in, I think, in hunting. There's a new huntsman. There's a new, um, there are new joint masters. So there's a lot of, it's, it's a sad time for that, for the hunt, but it's also a, a time of new opportunities. Like Tammy says, there's a silver lining. So, you know, I reconnected with some of those folks. And, and then uh, one of the hunts that's closer to me, who's looking to expand their territory, quite possibly down here into my area. So there aren't real convenient opportunities to hunt for me right now, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to. <laughs> right, right. Okay. It's, if that's what you want to do, then you get your horse in a truck and a trailer, and you go find the nearest hunt. That's, that's it. Um, so anyway, what it turns out was that Martin is, he, he's not really bred to be a field hunter. He is, he's a fancy quarter horse. And, um, I just decided that it would be that kind of riding would be too harsh on his body. His conformation is not really set up to be a good field hunter. Now I know plenty of quarter horses who are. It's not the quarter horse that's not designed for that. It's just this one in particular. His conformation wasn't suitable for field hunting. So So did uh, you just ship Martin back? He went yesterday. Oh, okay. And it was very sad. Is very very sad, uh, but the other thing too is you know Zeke he Martin was he's six or you know coming six and he he was playful and aggressive, and he's a little hard on Zeke who's pretty crickety. And and he's in his twenties, right? <laughs> yeah, maybe thirties. Yeah, sure. <laughs> he's up there. So he, um, you know, Martin would really he was really rough on Zeke, and I I can only do so much to keep him separated. But you know, Zeke lost some weight. He looks stressed and depressed and so i think in the end it was a good decision but it's kind of because martin had such a wonderful playful personality it's a little sad without him so where's the Saturday standard bread arab pie oh, gosh, pie 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 is so not the right horse for me <laughs> he's still up in carnegie at carnegie abbey equestrian center in portsmouth rhode island and he's being ridden regularly by my good friend caitlin rex who helps to run the equestrian center up there and is an extremely talented rider. Um, I've been on him a couple of times and he's, I'll tell you, he's still as much fun for me to ride as he was 
when he was here at home. I absolutely love riding that horse. But he's hot. He's hot, 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 hot. And um, I... Dr. Wendy said you two didn't match. Chinese... She said fire and fire. Yeah, you two didn't match. And it's only because... You know, he's not scary or anything. He's just up. He's in, he's that Arab in him is really coming out. He needs to be an endurance horse or an event horse. He needs to go, 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 go. So, um, anyway, so we're, we're still, he's still on the market. He's still for sale. Although I haven't really tried hard to sell him. I have one ad up for, you know, on dream horse form, whatever. So I'm going to make that push a little bit stronger now. Uh, but I know he's he's healthy, he's fit, he's being taken good care of, so I'm not worried about him. Um, so you're I, on the horse hunt again? On the horse hunt again. I'm riding one of their ponies up there. <laughs> I had my first jumping lesson in a very long time the other day. Cross rails. <laughs> Back to cross rails. I don't know. I, I, can I just complain for one minute? For just one minute, I need to vent. Yeah. I have been jumping cross rails since time began. Like, honestly, I, every time I try to go and learn how to jump a course, I start with cross rails and I never get past two six. <laughs> it's like, uh, you know, I, so anyway, but I'm on this really great pony and I will probably ride this pony in an upcoming Daniel Stewart clinic. Oh, cool. It's May. So Daniel Stewart is coming to New England in May and um, he's going to be doing his video analysis clinic for a group of riders up here and I get to ride with him. Wow, that's cool. Yep. And uh, so that'll be a lot of fun. God knows what my how, what my position is going to be like now that my left side has been so unused for so long. So I think he'll he'll have a lot of insight there. And yeah, so if we get pie sold then I can either adopt or buy some kind of all-around family horse that I can hunt as well. And in the meantime, we have cute little pony mare who's keeping Zeke company. And I, I believe they're married now. I mean, she got here last week, and I, I, have, I think they eloped somewhere. He likes the young ones, huh? Oh, my. Oh, my. Well, you know. Oh, he likes oh. the young petite ones. He does. Well, they're a good size. They're both chestnuts, you know, and she, it's, they, they would be a great, a great pair if they were humans. So she comes, so Nutmeg comes last week. Nutmeg? To, yes. Oh, that's nut, a classic, too. I'll, I know. I'll put a picture of her up on uh, my Facebook page. Nutmeg. So she comes, well, a week and a half ago. So I have the three of them, right? Martin, Zeke, and Nutmeg. So for the first couple of days, she comes in, and then, as happens with mares, she comes into heat. You know, when you, you, you change them, whatever, when they move locations. So she comes into heat, wicked bad, and she's just making gaga eyes at, all, at both of them. And I figured, well, you know what, Martin's a little rough, so let me put her with Zeke. And then I, I know she won't get hurt. So after a couple of days, I, they, they can sniff each other over the fence and everything, uh, I decide I'm going to put the three of them together. I think it can work. They're fine. They're great. For eight hours, they're fabulous. Somewhere around five o'clock in the afternoon, Martin decides he's going to make a bid for Nutmeg. She's belonged to Zeke the whole time. He won't let her out of his sight. He's right next to her. Martin's like, all right, I, I, I'm going to go. I'm going to show my macho here. Well, I want some of that. Zeke, 110-year-old <laughs> Zeke decides he's not going to give up an inch of this pony. They had at it. I, I mean, I, I didn't breathe for like an hour while they galloped around, bit each other, threatened each other, hit-checked each other, tried to kick each other. It was awful. It was awful. And I'm in the middle of the whole thing trying to stop them. I'm going, whoa, I'm waving my arms. Yeah, that I, wasn't a good yeah. idea, by the way. Yeah, then I say, <laughs> I, it made me think of that video of all those harness horses. Yeah, like, exactly. You know, I think I did that for like 13 seconds and decided that wasn't a good idea. No. So they fi- I finally catch Martin. I pull him off to the side. And, uh, you know, they're all hot and sweaty or whatever. And um, I'm walking him out, letting him cool down in the barnyard. Everybody settles down. He takes a big bite of hay. Well, first I let him take a few sips of water. Then he grabs a big mouthful of hay. What do you think happens two minutes later? Well, I have an indication because I saw on your Facebook page that what happened. <laughs> you posted it actually on our Facebook page at uh, Stable Scoop and got quite a reaction, too. 
I did. I did. I, for the first time ever, I experienced equine choke. And let me tell you, it is heart-stopping. It is heart-stopping. Uh, you know, I've seen blood, guts, instant death. Um, this is all horse stuff, right? Colic, casting, um, foals being born, foals being born backwards, um, all kinds of nasty reactions, all kinds of vaccines. I've not experienced this kind of distress in a horse ever, in any animal. I, their physical reaction to it is the mo- is just disturbing. It's disturbing. It's yeah. disturbing. And you know their airway's not blocked. They can breathe. Uh, but you, you know, you know, it is one of the top 10 equine emergencies. So it's definitely something you want to get onto the phone, the phone with the vet about, which I did. And thankfully, the tech in the office had given me the, the whole flush the hose thing, water under pressure, which worked. Thankfully, I was able to get oh, it resolved. So you, did, you got it out before the vet got We it got out it out. Yeah. Um, it, was, it took a lot of courage for me to take this hose and shove it in his mouth and let the pressure, you know, try and do what when it When he's choking. Did. You know, which is while he's choking, it's really, you know, it's so counterintuitive, but you you just have to trust your vets. And so I I did that and understood the, you know, the physics behind it. And then um, and it worked. So I would say that maybe he was distressed for a total of 10 minutes. You know, it feels like 10 hours, but maybe 10 minutes. Um, And then he settled down quickly and he was back to his old self within an hour. Everything got soaked. (laughs) Everything got soaked until he went home yesterday. But I survived it, and I'm just a little bit wiser for it, maybe a couple of extra gray hairs. But but you're right. I absolutely agree. There's nothing as scary as, as seeing that happen. Uh, and then you're like, okay, I'm, I'm done with horses. I don't need the pony. I don't even need the old guy. He can go down south and retire somewhere. I don't need to have horses. I don't and need Peter to Peter is going, yes, I've been waiting years for this. He was a bl- <laughs> <laughs> Well, see, if we had more time in the show, I could. that's another story. <laughs> Apparently my husband wants to get a Morgan. But that's a different, that's another episode. So life experiences, you guys pack up and move everything south of the border, really far south. And I survive another New England <laughs> whatever episode. That's you know, I would say only you, Helena, but it happens to every horse owner. All of this stuff happens to every horse owner. It does. We all have to build fence. We all have to see our horses go through things we don't want to see them go through. We all have to go through the things they don't want to go through. Uh, you know, all of those things are things that every horse owner deals with. And it's like, at the time, you think, am I the only one dealing with this? You know? You do. I felt like a complete idiot. Like. Yep. Uh, whose horse chokes on hay? Right. What, what is wrong with but me? Yeah, more horses choke on hay than almost anything else. You know? it's, it's, yeah. You're like, what did I do wrong? You know, what? what well, you I think do? about it. How many meals and how many bites have we chewed as adults? And how many times do you still choke on something? Yeah. Do you know the one thing I can't eat anymore because I choke on it almost every time is an apple? I can't eat apples anymore because I just feel like I'm choking when I'm eating apples. Maybe I'm chewing it up. I don't know what the story is. But... You know, how many times do we choke, you know, and, you know, it's, fortunately, it's not bad each time and you've managed to get it down, but, but, yeah, you're absolutely right. I don't envy you that one. Well, and also now you're going to have more horse hunting stories. (laughs) Can you believe I've been shopping for a horse for like 18 years? I've known you. (laughs) Yeah. 18 years, really. It's just, that's what my husband said. He's like, you know, you might as well just go out and find yourself another husband because that would be easier. (laughs) That would be easier. All right, well, let's get to our attack and have it. Let's cue the music and get to our attack and have it segment for this week. So what product do you have for us for attack and have it this week? I have a product that I'm not too happy about. Oh, geez, we're going to throw one under the bus. We are going to throw one under the bus. sponsor out the window. (laughs) No, no. These guys, well, you know what's funny is these guys make plenty of things that that we love. Did you find some jerky you didn't like? No, there is no such thing as jerky I don't like. (laughs) No, 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 no. Um, You know, one of the things, we are all big fans here at the Horse Trader Network of carrots, carrots apparel, right? Um, I have many things by carrots. I have several different kinds of breeches. Jennifer wore her carrots breeches to the restaurant the other day. I wear my carrots jacket. I love carrots. 
So the other day, um, I ordered a pair of carrots breeches from Tack of the Day. And, you know, they, they, you wait a couple of weeks before they get here or whatever. And this was one pair that I had not seen before. I haven't touched and felt it. And it's their microcord full seat breeches. Now, I have a problem with something with pull-ons being called breeches. I expect a breech to have a snap or a button and a zip. I don't know why. Yeah, that's not so much true anymore. I think it used to be true, okay. but I think the lines have been blurred. Well, I, it, that bothers me because I'm not a fan of pull-up breeches or riding tights in that way. Because typically the pull-up, the material that they've been made out of is sort of like a knit, or like a jersey, stretchy material that shows all your lumps and bumps. Uh, by the way, what horse husbands absolutely love. <laughs> if they're not Carrots lumps Carrots breeches are horse husband favorites. Well, no, because I have a pair of, like I said, I've got another pair of carrots breeches that are fabulous. They're thick. Now, granted, they're winter. You know, they're winter riding breeches. But so you see, that's the way carrots, carrots riding pants always were. They were always that thin, really tight material. Yeah, and it's the thin material that I don't yeah. like. I thought that the microcord would afford a little bit of... Um, modesty? Sm- yes, modesty, <laughs> yes, smoothing. And then on top of that, the full seat. Well, you know, I just, I didn't find that the, the, the full seat is coverage and it's that different, like, Clarino type of material. It, it's not really effective in keeping you in the saddle, as you would expect a pair of full seats to be. Now, in, to Carrot's defense, they do make their sit-tight breeches right and you're not going anywhere in those no you're right so i you know i give them that but anyway i was expecting something with the full seats with the microcord and really what i ended up getting was a thin pair of pull-on riding tights with you know with the full seat sewn in you know you could post a picture on facebook of you in those uh riding tights (laughs) and we can have the horse husbands decide how you look no, no, no I don't we're not that. doing that. No, no, no. Well, I don't even want my own husband to see them. Why would I want you know twenty thousand other husbands to see them? Thank you very much. So I, I have I'm to just say, trying to be helpful. Yeah, I'm just trying to be helpful. Sure, you are. Uh, I, I, you know, I feel bad for Jen the day you guys go over to Daytona Beach. <laughs> I really do. Um, so I was disappointed. Do I think that Carrots makes a good product? I think most of their products are excellent. But I was disappointed in these. But they're uh, carrots products, and they'll admit this. They're a very personal thing. You you either you like you know each particular one or you don't. It's a very personal thing because they are kind of they're very intimate product. You know they're kind of like the outer the outerwear intimate product. Um, yes, uh, yes. I you, you you're right. Breeches are very personal because yeah. some people are very like especially me, Princess in the Pea. I'm very sensitive to certain things. You know I don't. Like Jennifer seeds. loves their bootcut breeches. Um, and now those bootcut breeches are are made with some fabrics that are thicker. Yes, they're thicker. Yep, they're absolutely. So, you're absolutely right. Yep. For example, like the the Ariette Pro, their their um, professional breech, and and even like the tailored Sportsman, there's a blend in there that yeah. makes them feel more like I don't want to say pants, like slacks. I don't know if you. <laughs> I'm dating myself with the word slacks, but um, they're a little bit more. Hmm, not even, I don't say sophisticated or mature. Yeah, modest, I guess, is the word. They're more modest and, and not as pleasing to the horse husband eye, I might add. Uh, well, no, they are horseman. pleasing to the horse husband uh, eye. I mean, if you get the right fit, they're just, you know, if you're not 100% comfortable with the fitness level of your lower body, <laughs> as those of us of certain age groups might, might tend to be, I'm going to say that you probably won't be comfortable in this particular pull-on breech. Okay. And which, and, and which one was it again? It's the Carrots Microcord Full Seat okay. Breach. Well, there you go. And, you know, there's probably as many people out there that absolutely love that breech. But uh, you're absolutely right about, the, especially with the Carrots because of the way they're designed. And, she, you know, she'll tell you this. Carrie from Carrots will tell you this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That they're, you know, certain ones. That's why they make a variety of them. But it's interesting to hear that you had that experience. Yeah, and like I said, I have plenty of other Carrots breeches that I love. And I love their jackets. And it's just this particular, for, for people who may be like me and want that 
modest coverage and support. I, that particular one is not for me. That's not the one. But check out the other uh, breaches in Carrot's line because you might find something that's a little bit more supportive and a little bit more, more modest because, yes, you're right, they do make them. All right, everybody, that's it. Thank you so much, Helena. It was good to talk to you again. It was. Thanks, for everyone. Hey, we're going to see you next yep. week. You're going to, yes, in, in a week, you're going to see me. Sounds terrific. We'll look for you then. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening, everyone.